Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Bros Video Game Music Podcast, and happy Nintendo Month, everybody. Week one, can't wait for this whole month. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in Nintendo music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. And because both of us grew up with the games of Nintendo and are still avid, you know, ravenous fans to this day, and really... Nerds. Yeah, the music of Nintendo is probably the principal reason why we started this podcast. Yes. Uh, And so once a year, we really love to celebrate that company and uh, the incredible legacy of stellar video game composers who've worked on Nintendo titles and we like to take a whole month yeah to just focus on different Nintendo series IPs consoles composers and we have a really fun and interesting topic today I imagine if you're looking at it you're kind of like Oh, that's an interesting (laughs) choice, but I honestly am so excited for today's episode. Of all the episodes that we have planned for this month, this one actually I think is my favorite, and it was the first one that I thought about. And it's not that it's like, this is the best music we've ever played on the show, but I just, I've really been dying to talk about all this music all together in one episode for years on the podcast. Today's topic is the Wii series. It's definitely underappreciated. Now, if you don't know what what we mean by that it's all the games that came out for the Wii that started with the word Wii they were all <laughs> developed by Nintendo so here's a list of the games that we're featuring today uh, Wii Sports which was the launch game of the system Wii Fit Wii Fit Plus Wii Music Wii Sports Resort which is probably our favorite and then also Wii Party uh, those are the games that we're featuring on this playlist and what's really interesting about this playlist is there is definitely a Wii sound, I think, really established by Kazumi Tataka right. and then carried by so many other composers. And it's a sound that we've actually talked a lot on the podcast, this kind of really relaxing elevator music, loungy, jazz pop type of really pleasing, kid-friendly sound. Well, Carl, I don't know about you, but I feel like one of the things that Tataka was going for, because I feel like so much of the music that he wrote in this early Wii era, because he also, as we mentioned several weeks ago, composed all the kind of system music for the Wii, the shop channel music, right. the Mii channel, some incredible stuff. But they are all they all have this sort of pastiche lens to it. That's more of this elevator music, uh, overt jazz kind of stuff. But the mm-hmm. Wii sports music, to me, always had like a... 80s or 90s exercise workout video <laughs> it's sound very to cheesy it, you know yeah. it's like in but it's so fun and the mixture of like piano and electric bass and drum kit and then like synth strings and brass yeah. and it, it, i don't know it's a very unique sound a very unique sort of idiom that they created and the thing that I love is I was very resistant to the name of the console, Wii, at first. Yeah, but it's pretty in, bad. <laughs> in typical Nintendo fashion, they just kind of double down on it like they do with every console, you know. Yeah. Nintendo 64, I imagine people are like, that's a weird name for a console. But then every single game is something, something 64. Right. You know, they kind of double down on their little gimmick. And what's so fun is the Wii series was kind of Nintendo's answer to that for this particular console generation. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of these games are very simple and kind of designed to to show you what the system can do. 
specifically for people that don't play a lot of video games, one of the really big selling points of the Wii is that it's family friendly. And so people that don't know really how to play game consoles are going to be able to play these games because they're pretty simple and intuitive. That's kind of the idea. And so the music definitely fits that. Right. Um, this is going to be a nostalgic, very laid back episode. It kind of reminds me maybe of like a shooting the breeze kind of vibe. I think we're going to have some fun times reminiscing about our experiences uh, with this Wii generation. What you guys heard playing in was golf results from Wii Sports Resort. We're going to go back to that score a little bit later. That was a Ryo Nagamatsu score. But let's start from the launch game for the Wii. This is Wii Sports, composed by Kazumi Tataka. Everybody played this game when it came out, whether or not you had a Wii. Literally everybody. Yeah, if you were on you knew planet someone Earth who did. in 2006, it was yeah. like a requirement <laughs> that you played Wii games. I mean, there's and a great all picture had a time. with Steven Spielberg and Shigeru Miyamoto playing Wii Tennis together. Yeah. And I think when I saw that, I'm like, okay, the world can end now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Uh, yeah, November 2006 was when um, a lot of people went out and bought the Wii. Uh, let's start things off with the title screen of Wii Sports. This is so classic, composed by Kazumi Tataka. You guys are listening to the title screen from Wii Sports composed by the legendary Kazumi Totaka. And he definitely set the stage for really the sound of the Wii and the sound of the Wii series. It's very different in some ways from his previous video game work. You can tell it's the same mind who brought you things like Wave Race. Um, But this is a lot more cheesy, I guess, in a way. And And it's something that is very fitting for these types of games. Very family-friendly, non-threatening is, is a really good way to describe this music. Non-threatening, but what a fantastic melody. What I love about this tune is that it has that little tag version of it. It's a great little kind refrain. Of like, yeah, if you know one thing, one piece of music from Wii Sports, it's that. That's the thing yeah. that probably everybody remembers. Um, but mm-hmm. I think this is really one of Tataka's best melodies. And the Wii era is such an exciting time if you're a fan of Kazumi Tataka because he really hit the foreground in a way that he honestly never got as a composer. I mean, he got to work on games, you know, like Mario Paint and he did a lot of the Game Boy titles. Like he did a little bit of work on Link's Awakening and he did uh, Super Mario Land 2 and he did Yoshi's Story. But a lot of these kind of B titles, lesser known things. He did do Luigi's Mansion. 
Um, but, it, you know, he wasn't ever really in the forefront. But Wii Sports was a game that literally everyone played. And the Wii was this huge revolution, no pun intended. And his music is all over and completely clouds that experience. And it was such an exciting time because I really think he nailed every single piece of music that he wrote for this game and all the system music. It's just, it's such a consistent aesthetic. And it's, it, I feel a lot of nostalgia actually now towards this music, but it's kind of fun yeah. going back to it and realizing that, you know what, it's not just nostalgia. Like it really is written at a high quality. It's and good I don't think music, I ever yeah. appreciated the music because I was so into the experience. Well, one thing that is, there's no denying is that this music is is very cheesy. And part of that has to do with the compositional style. That's, it's on purpose. But also part of it has to do with the sounds here. Uh, one thing that's a little bit unfortunate about this era is you get you get some pretty cheesy sounds that are kind of authentic and it's better than the GameCube era but it's not as good as like the Sony or the Microsoft competition at this time so a lot of these sounds remind me of like sounds that we had on our Yamaha keyboard like when I was in high school right uh, it's like it's like a little bit better than general MIDI but it's there there's you know flirting with the uncanny valley at times I gotta say though uh, I I even though I hear what you're saying about the sounds the overall production of like this track it really makes it work I, I it's not like I'm like missing anything it all feels consistent in a way that some of the tracks today definitely like anything that uses like midi saxophone or woodwind instruments it's like i really detest that kind but of piano sound. isn't as but the uh, piano and the synths and even the kind of fake sampled drums and electric bass it mm -hmm. all actually it's to me on the good side of the uncanny valley you know well, let's move on to uh tennis results so this, this is basically the theme that plays when you finish a tennis match and this is one of the most like iconic themes to me i feel like i heard this more than almost anything playing this game i probably played more tennis than anything else on wii sports and this melody ever since i first heard it it always reminds me of i can see clearly now something about the way that the melody starts i feel like he's going into that <laughs> to that old song uh, so yeah, anyways, that's what this makes me think of. Let's take a listen to Tennis Results. You guys are listening to Tennis Results from Wii Sports, composed by Kazumi Tataka. And I love the, the kind of combination of different influences that he has in this track. It's part disco, part jazz, part funk, I guess, um, but very poppy and, and wonderful melody. You know, it does kind of remind me of some 70s music. It's definitely from the mind of a Japanese composer. A lot of these composers are so skilled and just willing to combine from so many different places, so many different genres and so many different traditions. And that's what makes this music so colorful and so fun to listen to is that it feels like familiar and like something maybe you've heard before, but uh, the, the exact presentation and the exact package is 
is quite fresh. Well, you know what's funny, Carl? You and I created a piece of music together years ago, just out of the blue for fun, called Surfing at Sunset. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, at least to me, I don't know if you were thinking about this, but I felt very influenced by all of this Wii music. I mean, the sound of like octave pianos and like this very light and fun, positive workout kind of music. <laughs> but man, this track is so good. And then when it gets to that chorus and it's it sort of, of modulates to a different key, dun, 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 Love dun, that part. Dun. And <clears throat> what's so great about Tataka is he writes these amazing melodies, but he he really harmonizes them in a rich way. That's, I think, the big difference to me between, like, Tataka and Koji Kondo is Koji Kondo finds the beauty in simple triadic harmony and only reaches out to a jazzier or juicier chord when absolutely necessary, and that's why his music is right. almost, like, unimpeachably perfect. You know, you can't find a flaw with it. But what I like about Tataka is... Other than Koji Kondo, when it comes to Nintendo composers, I think he's the next best melody writer, just in terms of that pure idea. But he has a very specific style approach to everything that he's doing. And that kind of pastiche, that authenticity of like a jazz style is what's so fun about all of this Wii music. I mean, you think about like the shop channel theme and how authentically it's nailing an idiom. I feel the same way about this in terms of you know his keyboard voicings and everything but it's like again this is a piece of music i just wholly unappreciated back when we were playing wii tennis it was just part of the overall aesthetic and i loved the game but i never sat back and went like wow that's a really good piece of music and i that's why i'm so excited for this episode today because hopefully i imagine there's a lot of us that are in a similar place with that where we're kind of like oh yeah wii sports that was like a fun free game but i Mm -hmm. I, i'm just i don't know i'm so blown away by a lot of this music and this entire series i think has very underrated music let's move on to baseball results and this is kind of the sound that i expect from kazumi tataka it reminds me of things like wave ray 64 i love this style it's like synth pop jazz but there's almost some some jazz fusion elements in here i love his use of slash chords and his use of inversions in a piece like this because it really feels like it's taking something fairly simple but making it feel a little bit more complex let's take a listen to baseball results Short and sweet, folks. This is uh, baseball results from Wii Sports. And yeah, the the notes that the bass is landing on, almost every single chord, it's not really what you're expecting it, but right. it's very tasty, very funky. I love Kazumi Tataka. Right. Yeah, I love what's happening harmonically here is that the bass sort of stays as a pedal bass line over the second chord, which has that sort exactly. of slash major two over one type That's of classic sound. classic Tataka, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but here it has a, like a jazzier presentation where normally it feels kind of like wistful and magical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his voicings of the other chords are kind of like these like double suspensions where there's no third and then it's also a slash chord. Yeah. This is 
really juicy voicings, um, and I love that he's kind of reinterpolating that main theme a little bit. But in the use of like mm-hmm. the trombone, even though I know it's this kind of MIDI trombone, it really is fitting for baseball. Like it, it actually it, comes across pretty well here. Yeah, you get the sense that these these themes. It was not just like he had a, a smattering of music and he put it in randomly in the game. It definitely feels like it was composed for the specific athletic event. One thing that I wanted to address is I am I I kind of want to defend the notion that some people might think that oh I have a lot of nostalgia about this music and that's sort of clouding how I'm hearing it but just speaking personally I don't know Carl if you have this experience but there's a lot of times when I have great memories about something a movie a video game a song mm-hmm. and when I go back and rewatch it and re-listen to there's it there's not like, much to there. be honest the Tim Burton Batman I was so excited to rewatch it and it was actually going to be the second movie we would do on underscore and when I went back to rewatch it, I was so struck by like, oh, this scene's kind of awkward. Oh, mm-hmm. that dialogue's not good. There's a lot of awkwardness. Oh, this in that tone movie. is really mismatched. Like, like, you know, I have a lot of nostalgia for that movie, but when I went back and watched it, I was able to, I think, be more critical about some of the things. And that's, I think, an experience a lot of people have is kind of growing up and looking back at things from your childhood. But one of my favorite experiences is going back to something you grew up with and realizing that, no, it really is fantastic. It still holds up as an adult. And to me, this we sports music is definitely that, where it's like I'm appreciating this stuff more now than I ever did yeah. when I was younger. And it's so cool because I'm such now... I, back then, I didn't know who Kazumi Tataka was. And now I'm this huge fan. It's it's really exciting to kind of appreciate all this music all over again. Well, I think overall, the, the instrumental choices that he made in the score work really well. I think he had this limited budget and this limited resources and he's like you know what the piano and synth is a great way to go but for whatever reason he went with the acoustic guitar on this next track and it's definitely struggling in my opinion the acoustic guitar is one of the hardest instruments to like fake and sample but let's take a listen to this very relaxing bowling results You guys are listening to Bowling Results. So much of this music is very, very short, like 15 seconds, 20 seconds. This is composed by Kazumi Tataka, and this one features a, a acoustic guitar melody and then like electric muted guitar <laughs> playing the chords, um, all from some sort of Yamaha keyboard is, is what it sounds like to me. Right. Really great harmonies on this one. Very relaxing. Some of the vibe here reminds me something of uh, Every Breath You Take from The Police for whatever reason, but... Um, yeah, this is like one of the slightly more sad 
<laughs> themes, <laughs> results themes in this game. Um, but I do love the callback to the main Wii Sports theme in here. You know, yeah, this is cool. one one thing that we're not playing that is, I don't know, it's, it's very a lot short. It's kind of like that uh, NBA Jam track that I know you you love, but there's like not a lot to it. Uh, this yeah. definitely reminds me of that that kind of music uh, for tennis when you're like choosing the size of the court. You know, yes, dun, 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 the selection music. It's so short. I think it's like that, eight that's seconds. So yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, there's a lot of catchy music that we're not playing today, but you know. Uh, in order to get through everything, we should really move on to the next game. And that's actually all we're doing for Totaka music today. But we have some other great composers joining the mix. This is Wii Fit. Um, this is another fairly early uh, game for the Nintendo Wii. And this was composed by Toru Minigishi, Manaka Kataoka, who went on to compose Zelda Breath of the Wild. This was her first game, actually, um, for Nintendo as well as Shiho Fuji. Let's take a listen to training music from We Fit. <laughs> cooking folks you guys listening to the training music from we fit and this game was composed by toru minigishi manaka kataoka and shiho fuji why is this so classic and comfortable to me will was saying that oh it feels like we're you know we're in pilot wings and that's uh, definitely has a pilot wings vibe too what else does this remind me of it feels very nintendo uh, uh Wii sports for groovy. sure <laughs> Um, yeah, but in some ways it's kind of a different approach than oh yeah, than that, what to talk to that really funky electric baseline is so awesome, and I like the presentation here. You know the. With Tataka's music for Wii Sports, it's kind of direct, and you get what it's about in the first yeah. five seconds of it. Well, you know, I just I've realized what this really makes me think of Mario Kart 64. Sure, right? sure, yeah, it definitely has a little bit of a Kenta Nagata vibe. This kind of relaxing elevator music, but like more of a funk element, like a little bit, kind of like the dun 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 exactly. Yeah, it's a little bit like that, and. Interesting, like modal mixture here in this piece too, and that sort of pedal bass line. Even though it's very noty and complex, it's a little mm -hmm. bit unchanging over the harmonies, which gives you that slash chord feeling. I just want to again appreciate this series. A lot of people might think, "Oh, it's just kind of a lesser game," but they by no means put their B team in terms of composers on this stuff. No, I mean, it's again, crazy. Toru Minigishi was the lead composer for The Legend <laughs> of Zelda: Twilight Princess. 
uh, Manaka Karaoka did Breath of the Wild, and Shiho Fuji just worked on Mario Odyssey. I mean, yeah. I, I think back then maybe those two ladies had a little bit less experience. Oh yeah, for I mean this was series, this was Manaka's but, first game, so. <laughs> but it, it's it is kind of cool to think of what some of these people went on to do, and at this point, Toro Minigishi had basically just finished yes. Twilight Princess, and that's it's true. Like this hugely popular. This must have been a nice kind of relief for him. Okay, now I'm going to work on Wii Fit and the pressure is off here. It's also the (laughs) weird thing about Nintendo. Uh, (laughs) It's just like, it's so bizarre. You do this great, there's no sense of like status. You do some great title and then, okay, your next project, Wii Fit. (laughs) It would be like having John Williams. It's like, okay, you just finished Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. Now, Now do Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's kind All of right. hilarious. All right. Well, let's move away from that really fun and jazzy piece of music. And this is interesting. So I did take a look at the Wii Music soundtrack and most of all nothing to talk about really the soundtrack consists of licensed music and it's it's all lame honestly. It's it's public domain things that like if I was playing a music game, I would have no interest in playing, you know, Canon in D or Camp Town Races or, you know, all, all those types of uh, <laughs> pieces of music that are like just overplayed. Um, but there's some original music and the original music is pretty effective. This was the, the, the one thing that I found that um, I thought was the most interesting. Uh, it's called Game Introduction. It's very simple, very short, but I think it's it's really nice. And this game was composed by, wow. Toru Minigishi and Mahito Yakoda. And the game so, director was Koji Kondo. Yeah. It, I just, I wonder who made some of the choices of what music. Well, first of all, I think in order to save money, most, if not all, the music was public domain, I believe. And uh, the, the stuff that isn't public domain was probably pretty affordable to get the licensing for. See, I think they would have been better off to just write their own stuff. It's like Camptown Races is I fine, know. but if you yeah. have Toru Minigishi and Mahito Yakoda, they can make better music than that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, that 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 might have been an exaggeration. They do have some, like, well-known pop songs. Um, for example, I think, like, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire and a couple other ones. But the, yeah, it's it's just seems like it's uh, kind of very minimal stripped down versions of those um so yeah we're not playing any of that music we're gonna take a listen to game introduction from we music You know, we could call this a short and sweet episode, honestly. So much of this music is very short and very sweet. This is game introduction from Wii Music, most likely composed by Mihito Yokota. I miss Yokota-san so much. I mean, this reminds me of uh, Beach Bowl Galaxy from... 
you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? The kind of B section from that track? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I love Again, his music. How, it's how so many cool Nintendo... to get those two working together on a game. It's unfortunate it had to be this one. <laughs> well, how, mu- how much Nintendo music of this Wii era uses uh, piano as the lead? And it was a great choice because piano is one of the easiest instruments to sample. And it's the least offensive of, you know, like if you're going to use something from a Yamaha keyboard, uh, you know, in 2008, the piano is probably the best choice here. So this this was, I believe, right after <laughs> Mahiro Yakota finished working on Galaxy. So, so that's another case where he's... Okay, Galaxy, good job. Uh, how about Wii Music These next? two guys were, like, on top of the world in terms of composition. I mean, within a short <laughs> span, you know, it was like 2006 and then 2007 or 8 that Galaxy came out. Seven, and, I believe. I mean, that's just insane to me. That's, like, such a short period of time that both of these composers just did their best work of their yeah. career. The one thing I'll say is uh, Wii Music should have better music than it does. Uh, this is a, this is a nice track, but overall, if you listen to the whole thing, it's it's pretty underwhelming. And for a game that's called Wii Music, uh, they they really could have they could have went a lot farther, <laughs> in my right. opinion. But so that's all we're playing from that game. Let's let's move on to probably my favorite title on the episode today. This was a game that we had an absolute blast with. Out of any game on this playlist, I think we probably spent the most time with this uh, in a weird way. Uh, This was so fun. Wii Sports Resort. I think it was a brilliant idea to make a sequel to Wii Sports that went a little deeper and that, first of all, allowed you to try a lot of other different sports that are really fun and really unique. But it felt like there was a little bit more of a classic video game arcade video game style to this than than Wii Sports. Right. Um, it definitely is kind of like the um, spiritual predecessor to Nintendo Land. Yes. Uh, that kind of like, there is like an all-inclusive aesthetic. I really enjoyed the presentation of this game, and it sort of was the launch of the Wii Motion Plus. So this game right. came with that little add-on that you stuck at the end of your remote, and it it's allowed a you to super have a fun higher game. sense of motion. And this game was composed by Ryo Nagamatsu, and we played in with that golf results, and we're going to keep going. We're now going to move on to, hey, what do you know? This week's Track of the Week. This is the main theme from Wii Sports Resort, and I think Ryo Nagamatsu did a wonderful job of taking cues of Kazumi Tataka's vibe from Wii Sports, but taking it in some really fun and interesting directions. So I'm excited to, to visit this music. Let's start things off with the main theme.
You guys are listening to the main theme from Wii Sports Resort, composed by Ryo Nagamatsu. Like I said, great job of taking, you know, the cues of Kazumi Tataka and his work on Wii Sports, but really going so much farther. This is so much more of an active, busy piece of music with so many different things happening. Much more epic, really, than what we got in Wii Sports. Right. But it also feels like it's it's uh, staying true to, to that series and the roots of, of that game. You know, a lot of the same piano sounds and having this piano main melody with drums and bass. It's it's a it's a similar starting point. It's just taking it a little further, which makes sense oh, for this absolutely. game. Absolutely, and I, I don't know the, there are so many more instruments. There's so much more happening with the arrangement and kind of interacting lines. One of my favorite moments was talk about inversions and slash chords. Yeah. The kind of end of the form when the piano octave bass notes are going to all these like really interesting non-functional places. It just it's so funky. It's and really cool. like some of the best work that. That Nagamatsu did on the Wii, and he worked on Super Mario Galaxy 2. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, this is outstanding. It's really fun listening to this again, and I like that he does subtle nods melodically to the original Wii Sports theme, but he's not mm-hmm. just doing an arrangement of that music, but he's also being faithful to it. It's kind of like in the way that if you watch uh, Star Trek 2 The Wrath of Khan, James Horner did that score, and Jerry Goldsmith did the original Star mm-hmm. Trek, and James Horner actually writes a new theme, but he does a great job of kind of keeping it in that same idiom that Goldsmith had. And I think right. that's really one of the most important things is when you have a new composer coming into a series, I do think you want to respect the melodies and the themes that came before it. But I also do think you should write new things. But the most important thing is just keeping the feeling similar, you know, the vibe. staying yep. in the, yeah, the same vibe as the older composers. And Nagamatsu, in terms of presentation, and just, I don't know, the the sheer force of this piece of music, he really does take it further than anyone else had in this series. For sure. Let's move on to a really interesting homage piece. This is Wakeboarding Theme 1. And some of the music in Wii Sports Resort has the kind of this 80s synth vibe. And sometimes it feels like Rao Nagamatsu is maybe winking at the audience here. This is an interesting piece where it feels like it's kind of a pastiche to the Chariots of Fire theme, right? Uh, which in some ways is very fitting. <laughs> well, for and this honestly, game. when you think about like it, it, before you even listen to this p- piece of music, picture Chariots of Fire and that kind of octave piano melody with people yeah. are running in slow motion. Like, yeah. doesn't that sound like the Wii Sports series already? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a listen to Wakeboarding Theme One. Awesome. You guys are listening to Wakeboarding Theme 1. And so far for this Wii Sports series, this is the first actual in-game theme that we're playing. This is music that plays while you're actually 
doing the wakeboarding. Uh, so far, you know, what we've heard with the the tracks we played from the first game were all results themes. And even playing in today, we, pl- we played the golf results from Resort. Uh, and so, yeah, this is actually music that you hear while you're wakeboarding. So how fitting is this? It's funny because it when I think of that Chariots of Fire sound, first of all, that very gated reverb on the snare. Uh, <laughs> that's just such a great sound. And that kind of synth droning it makes me think of things moving in slow motion yeah uh and what's kind of funny about this is i remember the wakeboarding controls being kind of frustrating and difficult so i think slow it was, fun, was though, kind too. of the optimum word <laughs> yeah it was fun but it was like it was one of the more difficult ones if my memory i think i, I really correct. embraced that difficulty because i kind of wanted resort to be a little bit more deep and not as just kind of baby <laughs> right yeah you actually have to move your arm in yeah. a realistic way one thing right. that they eventually did we're not playing this game on the wii u they made a follow-up to wii sports it was a download only carl i don't know if you ever bought this game it was really what good was it i wii forget sports what they called it wii it was like or something nah it was like not wii sports extra or wii sports hmm. plus or it had yeah, some I other name hearing about it yeah. it was so good though and it was too bad that nobody played it because it had that kind of more sophisticated motion control and so like playing tennis was like what you'd actually want Wii tennis to be like it was well, it was cool. too bad that that no one actually really yeah, got that nobody game. did a that. little bit too late <laughs> let's move on to bowling results from Wii Sports Resort I love this. You guys are listening to Bowling Results, and it's a wonderful remix of the original Bowling Results composed by Kazumi Tataka, but it's faster, and it's kind of this like jazz Latin up-tempo vibe, and instead of acoustic guitar, now it's piano, so uh, yeah, I, I think this is really cool. If you enjoyed the original Wii Sports and spent hours playing that game, this you'd get a kick out of hearing this Bowling Results theme. The amazing thing about what Nagamatsu does on this score that's so different from the other two that we've listened to is that every track has a, a distinctive production sound. Like, we heard yeah. that very reverberant sound in the last one, synth and a lot of echo on the piano and drums. But here it's a very dry, like, jazz sound. Uh, jazz like more, Latin, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, even the sound of the piano everything feels drier and a little bit more intimate and it's cool because that's an aspect of scoring too the way that especially in game music you know the way that you can change the space especially for a game like this that's kind of like all these different events it just sort of stands to reason that bowling an activity that is played inside should have a drier more intimate sound of the music than like golf for instance you know Mm -hmm. and I think Nagamatsu was very sensitive of not just the composition kind of feeling appropriate to the activity but the actual production and even though he's not using you know recorded players and stuff it still has that attention to detail and I think that's really awesome and just part of one of the difficult things about being a video game composer at Nintendo is it just seems like they don't have you know a recording engineer they just kind of have to make it themselves 
And yeah. uh, especially it's like, it's easy to like pick on them, but it's really not their fault if they're not approved for a budget by the game's producers or director, you know, it, it's not really their fault. And like in the instance of someone like, you know, Koji Kondo or Kazumi Tataka, it's like they've been working since the 8-bit days. Yeah. They're used to like programmable synth chips and now they have to like create productions and like they don't know how to use like ableton and all this stuff so it's just kind of like (laughs) it's asking so much of these composers to uh, do all that work and i think some of them really do shine in this era even though they have one of limitations yeah you know this next one's crazy this is the most tataka wave race 64 piece music i've ever heard in my life and it's not even it's not even from that composer or that game this is power cruising results and i remember this was a moment when i was playing this game and i heard this thing and was like oh my gosh classic nintendo music very jazz fusion very poppy very cheesy so many slash chords uh i just absolutely eat this stuff up let's take a listen to power cruising results God, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a coincidence that it was clearly an homage to Wave Race because that's what the sport is in this game. It's it's a jet ski type, uh, you know, event where you're you're right. in the water here and racing. So it's definitely Nagamatsu paying his respects to you know the master who came before him, Kazumi Tataka, in his work in the Wave Race um, '64 score. This is so fun. Yeah, this kind of low harmonized synths is definitely a sound that makes me think of Wave Race. And even the the GameCube sequel that I think uh, fewer people played, Wave Race Blue Storm. Fun also a, game. A great score. Yeah, really, really underrated game. game. We I had remember the water we effects that game were lot. so impressive when that came out. Just the look yeah. of the water. Yeah, it was clear that Nintendo had something really strong with their water effects in starting with the GameCube era. Because uh, they probably used the same water effects for Mario Sunshine. I remember being blown away by that as well. Uh, yeah, this is a great piece of music. I love how jazzy and funky it is. Um, and I actually am a really big fan of that main lead. It's like this kind of synth guitar uh, right. lead that has some portamento to it. It's it's really cool, actually. It sounds like something you'd hear on like a digital keyboard synth. Mm-hmm. Like in our band, we have that that Korg uh, synthesizer that it's not an analog synth, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah. it has some of these programmed sounds that it, some of them are this kind of in between like a more traditional synthesizer tone and like emulating a guitar or emulating another instrument. This kind of has that sound to it. Well, now we're going to move on to the last track of the day for Wii Sports Resort. And this is another totally different sound than we ever got in the original. Kind of this epic orchestral, almost film music, heroic sound. This is the air sports theme. Here we go.
You guys are listening to the Air Sports theme. It's interesting that he went for this this vibe. The Air Sports is um, you know the stuff where you're kind of exploring Woohoo Island, like whether it's in a plane or I think there's also maybe skydiving. I, I think it was interesting that he didn't go for an homage to Pilot Wings for this stuff. Maybe there is a different theme where he did. Um, but yeah, I guess it makes sense. This is just very epic music and it's definitely fitting for when you're flying in the sky. <laughs> oh, totally. And that, that kind of bugle call at the beginning is, mm-hmm. to me, a very specific homage to Summon the Heroes. The uh, oh. Not the Olympic fanfare and theme that John Williams wrote, but this is sort of the, the second piece of music that he wrote for the Olympics in, I believe it was either mm-hmm. the late 80s, early 90s. And it starts with kind of a 2D trumpet solo moment um, mm. that's, yeah. that's similar to this. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of an Olympic style piece of music, right? Well, what was your favorite game in Wii Sports Resort? Was it the sword fighting? The, the sword fighting is so great, and I, there's yeah. a wonderful. I don't know if I ever told you about this, Carl. You were really uh, good at it. I was not good at it. Well, <laughs> Do you remember how bad I was? Oh, dude, I have so many good memories, but I, I have to tell you this little story. Um, so. Emma, my now girlfriend, uh, before we started dating, this is when I had a crush on her, we had a, a party at my house, this was last year, and we invited all these people to it. And when Emma saw that I had Wii Sports Resort, she's like, oh my gosh, we have to play this. We have to play the sword fighting game. So I have this amazing memory of uh, playing Emma in sword fighting on Wii Sports Resort uh, and that was like I don't know that that was really like a special early moment that I remember when we was she good sort of connected she was great we were pretty evenly matched I can't remember if I let hmm. her win or if she she just beat me genuinely um, but it, <laughs> I think either I was way very, was the right call I, yeah it was I was smitten. I was really bad I don't I just could for some reason I couldn't quite figure out how to make this happen because it was like it was just realistic enough where it felt like it was kind of getting my motions but then there were other times <laughs> where i swear i was doing something and it wasn't capturing it. i remember I you getting very frustrating with the the controls that they weren't absolutely perfect right because i remember you have to hold the b button to block um, uh-huh. Oh God, I still love this sword fighting game. I wanted them to make like a more full fledged game that was just the fencing. Well, they they incorporated this. Was so wait, uh, how similar is this to um, what was the Zelda game that Skyward uh, Sword did this? Yeah, I love the controls similar? for Skyward Sword. But again, in the same way that you didn't, en- you were frustrated by the sword play. A lot of people didn't like the motion controls on Skyward. I like yeah. them. Um, but I again, it's like that that's not what I'm talking about. It would have been fun to have another sword fighting game where you could have one-on-one and yeah. just kind of expand on what they did in Wii Sports Resort. Cause that's really what, when everyone first saw the Wii, they thought like, Oh, lightsaber fighting, sword fighting, yep. you know? And there was just, <laughs> I don't know. It took a really long time for stuff. I know like red steel two apparently had good sword mechanics <laughs> and, but that was like years red into the steel. Oh, life. I forgot about red steel. Oh man hilarious okay let's move on to we fit plus as you might expect this was the sequel to we fit which now incorporated the motion plus so uh this was composed by toro minigishi and asuka oda the first two pieces we're playing uh were composed by minigishi this one's really awesome i i have a good time listening to this this is hoop dance from we fit plus
guys listening to Hoop Dance, and it's funny because every time I hula hoop, this is the theme that plays in my head, so what a coincidence. This is composed <laughs> by Toru Minigishi from We Fit Plus. Um, yeah, I think it's it's pretty catchy. I just love that that three-note uh, idea on the, what is that? It's like, kind of like a glockenspiel. Right. Very pleasing, relaxing, child-friendly music. I love all the guitar writing. It's very Michael Jackson or kind of Prince, you know. MIDI guitar, yeah. <laughs> very, like early Michael Jackson, you know, where it's still like a, like a quasi-disco-y. Yep. But even before that, you have that... Yeah, this track is quite interesting, and there's moments when it gets a little dissonant. Um, It's maybe more experimental than most Wii series music. It it also reminds me of, you know, Michael Jackson a little bit with those kind of... You have these two dominant seventh chords moving right back and forth with each other. It's like these two pleasing chord sounds that we have right here, but then you make them both dominant seventh chords and sort of like a more dissonant voicing it's a yeah. it's a really neat sound uh and i, I yeah, like some of this, that it's um, such a different like pastiche style but it's still sending something up and it's still kind of retro yeah fittingly enough some of this we fit music is very dancey and disco-y uh and and that shouldn't be surprising the next track is kind of dancey as well this is called step rhythm again composed by toru minigishi Definitely wasn't expecting that jazz fusion bridge section here. <laughs> really takes a left turn. You guys are listening to Step Rhythm, uh, composed by Toru Minigishi from We Fit Plus. Very simple kind of folk Asiatic melody in the beginning with a nice slow disco beat, and then takes a really interesting, interesting turn. One instrument thing that was very quirky is uh, right around the time of the bridge section, this really distant reverberant bongo came in. And it didn't really gel with the sound of the rest of the instruments. It's like everything was kind of in this small space. And then the bongos felt like they were in this cavernous uh, church or something. A giant That's cathedral. Weird. <laughs> Which is a weird place for bongos to be. Always. I've always said that. Yeah, this is a weird piece. Um, I don't know exactly how I feel about it, but uh, I, I really, man, I, think I it's love cool. the, uh, I love that. Yeah, da, 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 da. 
that that I kind of want the melody to change a little bit more. Me too. But it's just it's it's also fun listening to this and being like, okay, this is the guy who wrote Ordon Village. Okay, interesting. Oh, and the yeah, main theme right? from Twilight Princess and Ilya's theme and mm-hmm. okay, awesome. <laughs> Again, very this different. Is, this is him decompressing from that and just doing something a lot more stripped down and relaxing. It's cool music, though, and, and definitely underrated. Nobody talks about the music to We Fit Plus. So, uh, and, and I, to be honest, hadn't really dove into the music of this, never really explored it, but there's some cool pieces of music, uh, definitely in this game. We Fit is, is okay, but yeah, We Fit Plus seems to have even better music um, by some great <laughs> Nintendo composers. So yeah, it was, it was a pleasant surprise. I'm excited to move on to the last track we're going to play from We Fit Plus, and this is so relaxing. And the name of this track is My Routine Menu, parentheses, Yoga, which is very fitting. This is absolutely gorgeous and reminds me of some of the relaxing music to Super Mario Sunshine. It, it's it's different than that, and it's maybe even better composed than that, but it's uh, it's... Yeah, it's just very vibey and relaxing. This is composed by Asuka Oda. Let's take a listen to My Routine Menu Yoga. This is incredibly funky. I love this. You guys listening to My Routine Menu Yoga from We Fit Plus. Talk about a hidden gem. This is composed by Asuka Oda, and her bass writing here is phenomenal. I love that really funky portamento synth bass. Very jazzy, fusion-y stuff here. Yeah, it starts off so relaxing and happy, and then it gets a little bit more mysterious and wandering, but overall, it's, it's, it's just kind of dreamy throughout the whole thing really well composed piece you know marty was making an observation about that kind of uh snap sound effect that we're hearing in this track and it sounds similar to i think there was something like that in the me channel music or the we shop channel music that we played several weeks ago and he's like i think that's the same sound that they use on the switch you know like when you plug in the two joy con oh, interesting or something and it has yeah. that sort of snap sound effect 
Yeah, that could be. Man, this is so cool. I, I was just kind of uh, posing the question to Carl. Like, it's so fascinating. This is Toru Minigishi and Asuka Oda back together again. They did work on Twilight Princess together. And it made me think, like, oh, were they kind of, like, partners? Or maybe they were a little bit more. Maybe they were dating or something Well, Willie, at the it's, time. It, it's funny you say that because I'm just Googling her now is... She did get married, but it was not to Minigishi. Now her name is Asuka Hayazaki. So she does have a different last name now. Wow. Uh, so, wow. Interesting. I don't know if she's still at Nintendo because I haven't really seen that uh, that that particular name credit, Hayazaki, on a title. Oh, uh, let's see, too let's, bad. Let's she see what she's, what she's worked on. Oh, you know what? Um, yeah, it, it, she might have been married very recently because she was credited in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, as well as Super Mario Maker, uh, so yeah, maybe, maybe she changed her name very recently. But yeah, she's done some some good stuff for sure. Um, done work on the new Super Mario series, Twilight Princess, Mario Kart. Well, congrats to Ms. Hayazaki. That's exciting. Absolutely, yeah. She also did um, work on Zelda Spirit Tracks, which I really like that soundtrack too. Oh, that's very good. All also right. with Toru Minigishi. Let's move on to the last game of the day. This is Wii Party. And I actually have uh, good memories of playing this game uh, with my friend Mitch. He, I believe he had this um, back in the day. So, yeah, this, this is a fun kind of mini game. It's basically a ripoff of Mario Party. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's take a listen to the main theme. I really think this is cool. Composed by Ryo Nagamatsu. guys listening to the main theme from we party this is composed by ryo nagamatsu uh, this was released in 2010 it's interesting going through chronologically as the you know the audio technology and the virtual instrument technology got better these soundtracks uh sound a lot <laughs> a lot more sophisticated as as we go on um but yeah i think ryo nagamatsu definitely has uh, a lot of skills in production maybe more so than someone like kazumi tataka so it's interesting to see how that is evolving in this playlist today but yeah this is this is a really cool piece of music it does have that fake sax which is um a little bit offensive but overall i think this is a a very solid piece of music you know my relationship with ryo nagamatsu has very much changed because i think i first became aware of him when the uh mario kart wii soundtrack came out and i'm like what is this abysmal disgrace to mankind what savage foul creature worked on this monstrosity and i saw his name and i was like well, i yeah. hate you now it could have also been asuka oda though <laughs> they both worked right. on it yeah or i mean i think even kenta nagata he's like credited on every mario kart game 
Yeah, um, he's not but, credited as a composer for Wii, but maybe but he was I, just I like, was just so offended by that, and I think my relationship with him has grown once I've realized how incredible he is and all the other things that he's able to do. But this track definitely is on the side of... It, it's really good. I like it, and I love him to death. But it reminds me of the king in Amadeus who says to Mozart, what's the problem? Oh, yes, there's just too many notes. And that's how I feel about Nagamatsu's melodies is he's like, he's circling a really good idea, but there's too many I- there's too many notes and it just it doesn't feel as natural as it could be. I like the, the start of it, but then you have it's just like, ugh, that's awkward. And especially on that really synthy saxophone, it's just, I can't help but just picture him at the keyboard, just like playing something and inputting it quickly. It doesn't right. have It's kind of random. Yeah, the production is nice. I mean, I guess for general MIDI, but it, it's it's just unfortunate. Well, you know what's funny is there's these composers that are capable of, of writing really knockout, strong melodies, but they don't seem to have that same level of commitment to every project they work on. And it, I get the sense that in something like Mario Kart Wii or something like Wii Party, it's kind of them letting their hair down and just going with their instincts. And, and maybe rightly so. Maybe it doesn't really necessitate uh, the same type of music. I mean, his best work, I think, all in all as a composer, I would say, is Link Between Worlds. Like, some of that contrapuntal Baroque stuff that he wrote Phenomenal. there is just masterful. And in terms of a great, catchy melody, I think the Nintendo Land main theme is one of Nintendo's greats. I mean, it's all about simplicity. I think he's definitely worked on more games that have fantastic music than non-fantastic. So that, yeah, I think he's definitely kind of come into his own a little bit. Let's move on to rankings again from We Party. God, I love Nintendo music. <laughs> this is so cool. It's very catchy and relaxing, but so funky. And I really enjoy those syncopated offbeat rhythms that happen with, with this piece of music. This is Rankings, composed by Ryo Nagamatsu. Very funky, but just happy. Man, the beat is so cool in this one. The drums are just awesome. And yeah, I have nothing to say about this in a negative light at all. This is like perfect to me. This it's is masterful. So I cool. love how in that one section when the chords stop for like three beats, dun dun dun, all you have is that really vibey, uh, heavily delayed kind of uh, portamento synth lead, just like really taking, having its time to shine there. Just really good interaction between the instruments. Yeah, it, this is a perfect example. A, a very simple idea. Yeah, da da, yeah da da. You know, yeah. it, it just it, it's it's so basic, but that's what's so effective about it. And then you mix it in with a really tight groove. It's so unique because you know you said like, oh, I love Nintendo music, and this has that Nintendo 
magic to it, but it also doesn't sound like any other piece of Nintendo music. I mean, no. I I've never heard this almost like hip-hop-esque kind of drum beat in a Nintendo track. Like, it's so cool and syncopated. This is underrated music for sure. Let's move on to the last track we'll talk about. This is Swap Meet, One to Go. Experimental and cool. This is Swap Meet One to Go from We Party, composed by Ryo Nagamatsu. This is a very fluid piece of music, very surprising twists and turns. Uh, it's catchy and has a nice dance beat, um, but yeah, it takes some interesting <laughs> changes of direction that I definitely was not expecting upon first listen. But uh, yeah, it's it's great music. See, I feel like if this if this music had uh, real performers, we wouldn't shake too s's at it um but i think there's that that's that kind of like digitally done in an afternoon sound sometimes to nagamatsu yeah i'm I'm having like pavlovian response to mario kart when i hear right but it's 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 so much more of a solid piece of music than anything in that game oh no this is it's really cool like i actually really like this track but it's like i'm having that that association you know like a flashback post-traumatic recall of yes that horrible game. i had a little bit of that too it's it's good music we party man some great themes very underrated in my opinion so guys we're gonna play you out with another really cool piece of music very feel good this is globetrot from we party again composed by ryo nagamatsu so enjoy that as we send you on your way and this was a really fun first episode week one of nintendo month in some ways a topic that i don't think a lot of you were expecting hopefully you enjoyed this episode and definitely look forward to some real heavy hitters man the rest of this month is is stacked there's one episode in particular that i know uh so many of our listeners have been waiting very patiently for so look forward to the rest of this month absolutely this is so much fun this is my favorite episode we've recorded in recent memory i just i love this series i love this music i love nintendo it's just happy it's hard to not smile from this music yeah it's it's been so much fun and i i think it's it's always good for the soul to uh spend a little time exercising appreciation for something that you've taken for granted in the past mm-hmm. so there's that good feeling that I'm, I'm having right now and man i'm also feeling happy that nintendo month is back and we do have some great episodes coming up i wanted to mention that last week on halloween uh some of you may have seen this but carl and i actually released a brand new original soundtrack that we composed yes. for a spooky retro side scroller called occultus and it's available right now on our Bandcamp. pay what you want um and you can find that thrilled at- about that 
Yeah, and you can find that as well as all of our original music in every episode of this show at our website, supermarcadobros.com. But yeah, definitely check out the score to Occultus. It was kind of written very fast. It was it's a it was a little bit like a fever dream. Kind for of me. like in a month, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Going back and listening to some of this, because I was like, I would play a piece of music and I'm like, I literally don't remember how this goes. And then listen yeah. to it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool actually. <laughs> yeah, it it was composed basically in a month. We had a, a quick turnaround. Um time for it but uh yeah we're really really thrilled with what we came up with it's an entirely um snes composed and implemented soundtrack so if you're a fan of things like super castlevania 4 super ghouls and ghosts uh act razor like razor yeah you're, you're gonna get a kick out of it we wanted to take kind of the instrumental approach of games like super castlevania 4 and there's some of the music that is very immersive like that but i think a little bit more of like a poppy musical approach that you right. get in some of the earlier Castlevanias or even just like older Konami games in general. Right. Yeah. So definitely check that out and uh, look forward to more exciting releases coming soon. I know of two exciting releases that will hopefully be on the, the near horizon. So, all right, guys, we're going to play you out with Globetrot by Ryo Nagamatsu. And again, congrats to Asuka Hayazaki, <laughs> um, uh, maiden name Asuka Oda. So we'll have to get used to that. Uh, yeah, I think that just about does it. We'll be back with you next week with week two of Nintendo Month. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm Will Brueggemann. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out. (laughs) 